Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is time for the spillover. DP is out the rest of the week. Jay Foreman is, this is the here. Cars? This is still not the cars. This is Third Eye Blind, semi charm life from the 90s. Can we get some continuity here? I, I can't have the cars yeah. be every song. Yeah, just be careful with that table, by the but way. But I was, I, I was hoping that I could get one right. Because every time that I said something else, it was the cars, and now you change it up on me, no, Jake. There, we have one rejoin that's the cars. That's this. That's magic. All right, you guys carry. You got carry this here. I, I got to tell something. I got to tell Jay something, and you also. What? Oftentimes, when we get done with our show, I put so much into our show that I'm a little bit brain dead when Jay gets here. I am. I, I really? Yeah, because I look at it like our show's done. Yeah. Then you just shut off. My brain shuts off a little bit. So you got to well, keep. I appreciate you, gotta, you being you're honest. Spin. Yeah, you yeah, gotta, you're spin. yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, like, you know, I like that. I like that. I like that. A guy. They, he He's he shows up for the game. Yeah. yeah. He lays it on the line. Yeah. But the only thing I don't like is that you you might wilter in overtime though. No, no, because oh, I don't consider. No, I don't consider it overtime. We're not playing for anything. If we were playing for something, um, I'd be different. I but I need to look at it like that. Overtime show's not over. You do that to me. I've said to. To Jay, yeah, he, he'll say at seven twenty. It was a good show. I'm like, well, it's not over yet. Yeah, it's never over. You, yeah. it, there's an old saying that I that I tell kids. You know, you train for five quarters so you can play four. Yeah, this that? is fifth quarter. I need to I need to look at it like yeah. that. This but it's Wednesday. Quarter. You know, are you you your tank getting almost the halfway full? You gotta you gotta put some petrol in your metro, baby. Let's go. Petro in the metro. Now here's the thing. Some people are gonna think I'm <laughs> like a snowflake that. for saying earlier that I need a day off, but I haven't missed snowflake. a show. No, he hasn't missed a show in a very hey, Jake, long time. Jake, Jake, oh my god. Jake. <laughs> I haven't missed I haven't missed a show since November. Yeah, yeah pretty, take a day off. That's why I, I've told them. But I don't want to take a day off. I'm not keeping you here, man. I want to take. I don't need it. I don't really. Need How many days day? have you came in here sick and then fumigated the whole area? <laughs> Because you didn't what? want to miss a day a day of work. I don't think that's, Jake. that's commendable. But how commendable is it if you came in here a couple of days under the weather? And I, I'd say November. I came in here a couple well, of days under football the weather. season when you when we you know it was well there, the there was the one time. day you was in there that was the best day when you when Simple was in there <laughs> he felt like he was almost like we were down there like he was in prison yeah. he didn't know what to do. I was in that. Do you remember that the production studio? Yeah. I was in the yeah, production like, studio looking through the window. Yeah. I felt comfortable. Was that because you were sick that day? Is that why? I they might have put me in there because yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was because I was feeling under the weather. It's just, a, it's just funny when you're over there. It's not right. Yeah. We can hear you. We can see you, but it's just not the same. But he could, he didn't know what to do. He couldn't. He didn't know whether to sit down, stand yeah. up. It was it was the best thing ever. <laughs> I, it's it's awkward over there. You know, not, we don't have we don't like the, we have one. Uh, I guess change it, one. You're, you're you're seeing them, but there is a yeah. There's a wall. There's, there's a wall. A there. window. There. There's a distance. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't bother me. So what I was getting at is, what do we hit Jay with? Well, I got a question for Jay. Okay, please. Uh, I asked you this earlier because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just curious because this, this to me sucks. I mean, we like to have some sacred things in sports, right? Some sure. things that that never change or it's hard to change. 
I, I got really bummed this week when I heard that Heinz Field in Pittsburgh was going to be Acrisure Field, which sounds, like I said earlier, a root canal. Is yeah. nothing sacred at all? I, Is everything just up for grabs here? Everybody, you get well, pissed as at that? We, as we, uh, well, you could be pissed, on, but Jay. but in reality, everybody and everything has a price. Live tour, thank you. Yes. But, I mean, that, that if that didn't give yes. you a forecast into anything, and sometimes when you – I think if you – are so quick to get enticed by that at just dinner. I mean, look at Phil Mickelson. I guarantee Phil Mickelson has a little bit of buyer remorse. I mean, homeboy. Why? I think so. Why? Why? Dude, he's teeing off at like 2 a.m. He has like the Jay Foreman and, and Jake Sorensen. Say we had somehow qualified for the Open. Two schmucks. That's, he's playing with dudes I've never, like, he's playing with dudes that he shouldn't be playing with. He won a major last year. Yeah. yeah. And you're playing with guys that probably are from, you know, Let's see if I can find who's hungry playing. or something that just kind of playing in the open. Yeah. He's in the open. He's not one interview before. or nothing. Excommunicate. Now, granted, like if you're in supposedly the situation that he was in, you know, he said he's got a. I mean, he must have a serious gambling problem. Where why you say it, that? Because well, that's what he said. Really? Yeah, he's he said, played a bunch of no points. He, he said that he's had a it, like a big time issue where it affected how he just operated. Like, there's a story. That uh, he was playing, I think it was either the Byron Nelson or it might have been a major. And this is back mm-hmm. in the day where they didn't have like self, you know, updated scores. Where there's a, there used to be a guy that would walk around with like an earpiece. Okay. They said Phil Mickelson, and this I guess is a part of the strife between him and Bones, was couldn't function when the Baltimore Ravens was potentially making a Super Bowl run and they lost to the Patriots. Up at, Does up he have money on it? He had money on it the whole season, though. Oh. So he was more fixated on the guy with the earpiece versus on his golf game. I mean, that's mm-hmm. – so. That's but, hey, man, look, at the end of the day, somebody – I mean, it, I don't know who – what you could say live, live radio comes up here and say, hey, hey, sip. You, I don't know, you want $10 million bucks? Out. <laughs> Out. <laughs> right? Out. It's been fun. And, well, yeah. And, and, and here's what, I, yeah, and, I appreciate and, Jake. I, I love I you, love but you. come on. I dap up. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a little bit of something. I'm out of here. But yeah, I'll send you a little bit. With Hind Field. <laughs> I would expect that. I'd, get, I'd probably get you a good if, – if, if, if they gave me $10 million, I'd get you a quarter. Quarter mil. You, you know, like if like, – like You helped that, 250K. Hind Field yeah. was a little bit different because it's a – you know, Hind's a Pittsburgh company. I mean, you know what I mean? It's right there in Pittsburgh, and then next oh, thing you, yeah? know, you know. I didn't know that. It's Hines yeah. right there? Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> yeah, Hines is you, based this is, you know, it's Pittsburgh. This is, I mean, it kind of. Yeah. You think of ketchup, but you, Hines, you know, you automatically. I started to think about the Pittsburgh Steelers, you yeah, know. Absolutely. And then now, I think this company's from Michigan. I mean, I don't think the the lead into when they're saying, "Oh, we got the here we are a late November game or December at Acrisure Field." Okay, here we hold, got on. The B- hold on. Baltimore Ravens against Pittsburgh. You know, it's not going to have on. the same zest. No, hold right? on though. No. Of all the things that are going on in this world, that's bothering you. Come that on. pisses me oh, off. It, oh, it doesn't bother me, but I'm just saying the lead. No, no, it doesn't bother you. It's just some sacred thing. You know, Gillette Stadium. It's gonna be weird if they ever change, change from Gillette. It's, Gillette's Patriots. a razor. I don't care. It's but what Gillette the stadium's is owned been called. By the, he's owned by the Robert Kraft. That's not going to change. There's some things that just don't change you know soldier field. field soldier field we, yeah we talked about you know, right that would bother me right yeah if it was the wrong thing Heinz like, field has been iconic there for a while okay all right Heinz field no, I'll give it. i'm mean, surprised it, it bothers you this yeah, much it, yeah it doesn't really bother me i'm not surprised doesn't you know me. i'm not surprised at all it's i mean there's a repulsive accra sure it's just even it just sounds terrible i mean i wonder what the 
the reasoning for them to want to be the sponsor of a Pittsburgh. I mean, I know Pittsburgh's an iconic franchise. Well, what what's the advantage for them? What did we it, say? What are they? Are they a mortgage company? No, or they're what? like artificial intelligence. Basically, is what I saw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> we got to grow that business by uh, you know being on TV right. eight times a year. You know what they pay? <clears throat> we talked about this last week. You know what they pay? Like, what's that company called? A- Something sure. Well, I guess it just says they provide insurance services. I'm not sure where I get the. What's it called? From. Acrosure. So they would probably pay. They probably paid in the neighborhood. What is the? What do the Rams play in? SoFi Stadium. SoFi. SoFi paid four hundred million dollars for those rights. Yeah, and I mean, oh yeah, four hundred million dollars. Right, so, yeah, and they might. It's just like if you're selling a house, and you know, say I offer a great price, or we would try to, you know. Or just you're renting that you're essentially renting the house. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll I'll pay extra two hundred dollars a month. You know, I get mm-hmm. it. We say it's a new area or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, here comes Jake. All right, I'll give you seven hundred dollars extra a month. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. Yeah. Per per, per, uh, per si dot com, the money that the Steelers are getting for this, it's a fifteen year contract with Acrosure for one hundred and fifty mil. Okay. Uh, seems it? light almost. Yeah. yeah it seems Ro- a little what's light. Rooney's first? Is it Art? What's uh, what's the Rooney guy's name? Art Rooney. Art Rooney. He said mm-hmm. the funds will be focused on improving the stadium and the fan experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. MetLife Stadium. Jets play in MetLife. Is that right? Yes. Four hundred million. They paid yeah, for only one fifty mil for yeah. this. One fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think Johnson and Johnson isn't there, but I guess they share with the Giants, right? I don't Jets. know. Those don't bother me for some reason. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't bother me, me, Jake. Jake, you, Jake, you're just a Get typical Miami Dolphins fan. Everything bothers you. Well, it's the Dolphins Stadium has changed from pro player to land shark to now to Hard Rock, which is pretty cool. Hard Rock Stadium is pretty nice. I mean, it's the same place. I mean, Jake, the Dolphins were having strip, we're not, strip clubs in the parking lot. Hello. During COVID. I mean, well, you know. not six feet apart, six inches apart. <laughs> hello. <laughs> wow. That's it. Hello. Yeah. That's and all. You never read it. You never oh, knew about that. Let's ask Jay uh, about Marquis Step. Okay. Marky step moves on your level of surprise. He goes into the, I guess, going to the transfer portal. I, seventh, yeah. seventh I don't running think he's back. He's going to transfer, leave. is he? Seventh running back to leave since 2018. He's already yeah. transferred once. Is he going to sit out a year and play? I don't know. Uh, well, I think, and look, I'm not up on all these rules. I think if, <clears throat> if you graduate, you can. Oh, you can, there you go. You're up you on the rule. Gra- You're right. You, right? So yeah, he's I'm graduating sure, in August. That's so exactly I'm sure right. that was part of his plan. I'm sure. That's it. He's graduating uh, in August. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. In the spring, you know, he probably saw the writing on the wall. Yes, he did. Um, and so he, you know, I'm sure that he formulated a plan with whoever, and was like, "All right, if you graduate this way, you don't have to go down a level. Mm-hmm. You can potentially go somewhere else." Um, I wonder if he'll do that. Go somewhere else. Well, he went into the portal, which suggests he 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 will. Now he hasn't been working out with the team, though. Right. He has not been working out with the team. So that's why I'm wondering, is he going to play somewhere or is he just going to graduate and go out into the world? I don't know. I'd, the portal I'd, suggests I'd, I'd he assume, might play. I'd assume that he wants to play. Okay. Um, you know, it's, why it's, hasn't he been working out with the team then? Well, because it's probably this has probably already been like discussed, Size, yeah. right? And he probably wants to move on. Um, and it's hard to kind of work out with the, with the. I mean, first of all, you got to think if you know that you're leaving and you already okay. Let's just say at the end of spring, or and that's pretty much when the semester's over. You go in there with, I assume, just say the running back coach and the head coach, maybe offense, whoever. You know, at least I'm assuming the head coach and the running back coach at minimum are there, mm-hmm. or just a one on one meeting. He says, "Hey, we got Gabe Irvin coming back. You, you know, off of injury." 
Uh, we got Ramirez, and we got a host of running backs coming in. Reps are going to be kind of sparse at best. Seven so running as, backs, right? And, Seven. And uh, you know, we really like what we saw in the in the spring. It's going to be hard for you to play here in anything. It's hard for you to travel. Okay, well, what can we come up with? And then they actually sit down and have a a non-abrasive type of conversation and move on about it. I'm sure he's working out somewhere, right? Because if he goes into the transfer portal and he gets a call, he can't show up there at 260. So I'm sure he's working out somewhere. So for and from his perspective, it's hard for him to want to work out with a team that he's already yeah. disassociated with himself. Yeah. And then it's hard for a coach to – I mean, it just doesn't work out that way. Right. No, I, I and neither one would want it. Now, if he needs something, I'm, I – wholeheartedly willing to bet that Nebraska would sort them. Anything academics, a good reference or something like that, I'm sure they would do it. You know, so so I'm sure he's, you know, looking for a place to play or getting a, a shot. I mean, it might not be another Power Five. He, you know, if he has a good relationship with Ryan Held, Ryan Held knows him. I mean, look, he just, you know, he was a decent portal get, I assume, just from what people said. Showed up, he had a little bit of a foot issue, you know, when he first got here. So he never, you know, never really got off on the right foot. And guys stepped up. Gabe Irvin came in as a true freshman. And up until injury looked like, you know, the the the, it, the job wasn't too big for him. So it's just part of the it's, – it's part of the college football today. It's a part of where you're at. I don't think it's an indictment on him or Nebraska. Um, I know there's obviously been six other guys that transferred, yep. you know um, – you know, that might be a little telling, but then it might not. I mean, I think that when you have uh, um, Savion, I think he le- yeah. Savion, Savion, Savion left. went Kansas. to Kansas. Yep. Yeah. But in that case, it wasn't for a lack of opportunity. I mean, they wanted Savion to be ideally the guy or one of the guys. Okay. Now, did you grasp guys, it, yeah. and did you really want it, or two different things? Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a lot of dynamics that go into it, and it's it's going to be a constant deal. I mean, look, you could have four good running backs in a room, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and you just end up leaving. Yep. And I, I was Alvin Kamara started. People don't realize he he was at Alabama. I didn't. I didn't know, I didn't know that before yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. So people don't realize, like, just now the I, I'll call them odd cases. Sometimes your the numbers just don't work out because you got Derrick Henry and all these other guys, you got Harris and all the, you know, the Najee and then you got Jacobs and, yep, and Josh Jacobs and the yeah. other Harris that's at uh, new England. So that's, Harris, yeah. Right. You got four NFL running backs and one is probably <laughs> Derrick Henry, arguably the best in the league, King yep. Henry. Yep. And here you cards and here comes Alvin Kamara goes to Tennessee, ends up being a second. So essentially in one room, Alabama had five, NFL running backs, <laughs> right? Hold that. on. Hold listen That's to this. embarrassing. You had a f- number four. <laughs> it's embarrassing. You had the number four pick in, in Jacobs. You had two all pros in Henry and Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Then you had Damian Harris, right? And and Najee Harris was was he offensive rookie of the year? This past year, yeah. I think yeah he okay, was. so then you have essentially three all pros and two legitimate starting – you had five starting running backs in there <laughs> in your room. Embarrassment of riches. Yes. And, there's, and, the, and the guy that they had last year – was the ultimate team player. He waited for four and a half, five years to get his start. The big running back number four that was running yeah. through. Anderson. Right. Yeah, Anderson. He's a stud Anderson. Right? Yeah, he's a stud. Pretty much a stud. I mean, not a – yeah. I, I mean, he's not yeah, yeah, Derrick Henry. But, no. yeah, he's not, but I don't know where he's drafted. It's hard to be Derrick Henry. But, but right. listen here. 
He got drafted in the third or fourth round. Did he? Was he mid mid mid? You, I, think mid the, rounds? I think the Commanders drafted. Him. I think. And you know what? He, and you know what he's going to do? Have a quiet, not a quiet, but have a great little six, seven, eight year career. So, I think it's a good problem. Um, you know, I look at it, try to look at everything positive. It's good that Nebraska has enough depth that you have a kid that's want, you know that's wanting to transfer. And I think if there's an option for him to go out there, he should go and do it. I don't really get all bent out of shape uh, when guys leave and go in the transfer portal because on the flip side whether it's fans or people that you know evaluate the program get just as excited when win and drew and oshawn mathis come yeah like guys go in the portal for a reason Mm -hmm. now where people lose a little get lost in translation hitting out of the portal is almost about the same as hitting it with guys out of high school that's all. That's pretty much all you're doing. Is that is that you're creating a relationship with somebody that you think you have some intel? Yeah. On. Okay. Along those lines, I talked to Ron Brown yesterday. I don't mind dropping his name. We we, we had to talk about something, and he was um, his opinion was ideally get ready for this now. If you really want to learn about a kid now, you got to start recruiting him in the fifth grade. Fifth grade. You need to start fifth, having some background grade. check. Yeah. The, you the, you really get to know him then. And he's talking about the portal era. You're trying to learn if kids will stick through stuff. And if you, if, yeah, ideally you start, you don't offer them. Yeah. You don't offer a scholarship in the fifth grade, but you start the relationship process that early. Yeah, that might be a little too early because it's a fifth that's, that's grade. Not crazy. School. It's a little bit too, I mean, I could understand like eighth grade or whatever, but I get what he's saying. You got to get on and learn about them early. Right. Because of what you just said, right. sometimes high school, it, but you don't sometimes, know. but then you could evaluate the the transfer portal thing as a guy that's a third or fourth year guy in the transfer portal. You, do you give him a little bit more of a in the check mark that he look? He stuck it out at said university for three years. It just didn't work out, whether it's injury or opportunity. Mm-hmm. Then okay, so finally he graduated. He did everything like when he did everything he needed to do. Yeah, probably didn't play as much as he wanted. You know whether right. he's good or not. That we're, we're going to see that. Stephon wins. We're going to see that here in about D tackle. 40 days or however long it is, and we should probably know very quickly within the first week of practice. You should know whether this dude is good when you put the pads on. I, yeah, I'd say give him eight days. Right. So once the first couple of days in the pads, you be like, you should be like, yeah, okay, he's he's he he, he's gonna play. He can play now. He, he stuck out for it. He graduated. Yeah. He was a he ne- you know did everything that every coach just never had the opportunity, so he wanted to go somewhere else. So is that I. Probably feel more comfortable with a kid like that because he stuck it out. Now, granted, it's a little bit easier to stick it out at Alabama when you what, probably won two national championships or whatever. He won one, okay, played one, for played in played, three, played for three. Okay, yeah. well, you won one. Won okay, one. so you've done something. He has a ring. Win, right. win has a ring, and he's got a plenty of other rings and yeah. big wins and stuff yeah. like that. Big wins, yeah. SEC championship versus range. a kid that got recruited, signed, one season, back in the recruiting portal come January. Yeah. Like I worry about that because you, what do you, what did you do? Like what, like you, you just came out of high school. You're going from high school trying to play against grown men. You don't like where you're at, and then all of a sudden you're trying to come. Say, say you go from East Coast to West Coast, West North South to another conference, and play against more grown men, mm-hmm. and you couldn't even handle essentially going through two days and sticking out a season. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why Ron Brown says you got to catch these kids early, get to know them, understand their their background and then you have a better chance of keeping them but i wanted to emphasize something we we me and jake can be hard on the transfer portal culture there's a lot of kids still that are very tough-minded kids out there that won't sniff the portal 
They'll stick it. There's guys at Nebraska that have stuck it out. Oh, yeah, for Plenty sure. Plenty of them. Yeah, it's, it's, there, there's kids out there that stick it out. The portal is the highlight of the kids that won't stick it out and the kids that need to, you know, like I always say the Justin Fields, that's what everybody looks at, the, the, the Walker, you know, the third up at Michigan State. I mean, those are the ones that – People really think that that's not the portal 98% of the time. So, and there's tough-minded. You don't play football without being tough. Markel Dismuke stuck it out. Right. That's a great he example. He did. yeah. he didn't, he it took him three left. or four years to get in line. A lot of those guys could have left. Yeah. Most Cali guys left. He stuck around. Yeah, he right. stuck around. Um, without no guarantee, without a guarantee, without – Noah Pullet Gates has stuck it out. He hasn't jumped. No, right. I, don't, I mean, there's kids that stick it out. Yeah, sure. And then so you got to give them – Credit and kudos, and I think, look, you know, as much as you'd like to get an early intel on him, you can think you know a lot about a guy. You ain't going to figure out what he's about until you get him in, in the heat of competition because there, I've seen guys come in with they, – they check everything, height, weight, speed, from one of the big four states, which would be California, Texas, Florida, and just say Georgia, Alabama, check mark, check mark. One in high school. You get here and you get, get, get in competition against, you know – Brian Shaw from like Superior, Nebraska, wherever Brian Shaw is, or like Ben Butenbach, and you're like they'll back down. They'll back down. Sometimes you see it. You're right. You're right. It, it, they back right down. It, so you might have been knowing about this kid since the seventh grade, but you don't know about him since you don't know yeah. about him until he gets in yeah, the battle. Sometimes it's really unpredictable. So at the end of the day, it's the same. And just because, and I always say this, and I don't know if I said it in the crossover yesterday, but. I when we were value, we were talking about quarterbacks and all that, you know, I can watch more tape on somebody, so I can kind of give a little bit better of a guesstimation. Casey versus Purdy versus uh, Logan Smothers against anybody, right? But at the end of the day, what really matters is what you do right here at four hundred two in Lancaster County. You, you get what I'm saying? Four hundred two. Be, because at the, the end, because at the end of the day, you could be successful somewhere else. Play say it's easiest playing against easier competition. You're comfortable there. They fed you the rock. Um, the defense was featured. I mean, there's all types of stuff around. Now, this might this. I don't think this is the case, but there's a lot of things that could be lead to you, you know, being successful, or you could be unsuccessful. You could actually come here and actually be better because I can call plays and I'm going to really focus on your strengths versus all right. I'm just playing you at quarterback until you have a bad game and then I'm going to really play yours or whoever because that's who I really want to play. That affects how somebody plays the first six games of the year. Do mm. you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As a quarterback or even as a linebacker. I mean, I've been in those competitions and stuff like that where, you know, some, it's hard to focus, but you got to do what you got to do. You know, you're always kind of – like some coaches think motivation is telling you, Sip, you know, that writer or whatever, you know, he's he, – man, that last article, man. I mean, mm-hmm. that was better than your article, that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's not going to be like, oh, man, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. focus in on it. it. It motivates some people. But then you start to lose credibility because when the sense of reality comes and the most important thing is what's in those white lines, you can't keep going back to that well of constant negative pressure, mm. right? You get what, you know, because it loses its luster. Especially, loses its impact. It's an impact. It loses, loses impact. And especially when somebody's playing well. Yeah. So you can't say you, – here's why. And it, I know we got to go. It's like you can't get up there in front of a – in a press conference and blame it all on the quarterback when he's getting hit in the mouth like 50 times. Mm-hmm. So then as a, as a receiver or a running back or a roommate mm-hmm. and Jake's the head coach, mm-hmm. he loses credibility. Mm-hmm. 
right? Now, yeah. this, you get what I'm saying? Like, I do. I'm watching the same game, and you're saying Sip can't throw. He can't throw this swing pass. Well, he just got his head knocked off four plays in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, so, well, you know, he needs to stand in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well. Now, we can see what's going on. Yeah, it's very clear. Within reason. I yeah. mean, there, there's, a, there's a lot of things that go into a quarterback making making it or not. Oh, God, no doubt. And, and there's just not enough time for everybody to talk about it. No, I that is a that can be a enormously complicated discussion. Yep. Whether quarterbacks producing at the right level because a lot goes into it. Are the, are others around him producing at the right level? The Adrian discussion. We all agree on one thing about Adrian. He wasn't good in the clutch. Nope. No. Nope. Anybody close to Adrian would say that. Hell, Adrian would probably say that. Um. But otherwise, good player. Yeah, he's talented. But how many quarterbacks are enough. really, really good in the clutch? It's hard to be. No, I mean, just, just think about it. Not a lot. Tom Brady. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. In college football, though? The, it's hard to know in college football. There's a, probably a couple, and that's it. It's you could say Pickett. You could say Ohio State quarterback, Alabama quarterback, and maybe like four other. Dude, well, one's a, a national championship quarterback. Stetson yeah. Bennett. Stetson He's Bennett. Clutch. I'd He's say clutch. clutch. Right, yeah, yeah. I'd okay, say clutch. So throws. I mean, you're, he hit throws. Uh, okay, yeah, at the underdog. end of the day, you're still at 10. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, there's not, not many. many. Okay, yeah. out of how I many? No, now hold on. Well, okay, there might can, be more than okay, that. Okay, you can go 20. What I'm saying is mm-hmm. not being clutch is more normal oh, than yeah. being clutch. Okay, I yes. At the college and professional level. That clutch thing, that clutch thing is huge. Because being clutch sometimes. Huge. There's a lot of things that go on in being clutch. Are your fundamentals, your footwork? Can you can you really slow down the process? One, the one play I always go back with Adrian is when we, when we were playing Iowa here after a timeout, third and twenty six. You ran out of bounds mm. with, at six yards. Talking about you're trying to make a play. There ain't a play for you to make at three and third and twenty six if it's not open Keep right away. Ticking. We go into overtime. Yep. That's right. Yep. Twenty nineteen. Trying to get to a bowl game. Five God, and six going yeah, to that, that game. Was a good point. Right? That's that. that that's a clutch play. Uh-huh. That's a that that's clutch. Yeah, gotta be smart. or not being Stay clutch. Bounce. It's not so clutch. Yeah. yeah, but that's a clutch type play. Well, but now hold on, though. I don't know. Did it, was he put in a rough position there by the head coach? What was the play call? I don't know what the what the call was. You know. Yeah, I don't know what the call was. All I know is if he, I wondered I, I at I don't the time. Care. I don't care if it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a screen pass. Okay, it wasn't that swing pass that everybody got mad at. Homeboy that went up the, the with Mike Riley that got picked off against Iowa. Tanner Lee against, it, against Northern it, Illinois. No, it was against Iowa. The dude down there at the end zone, oh, yeah. south end zone, or whatever it is, he picked it off. Remember, he threw the swing pass. Thank you, the crib. It wasn't a screen pass. Do you remember that? It doesn't it matter if it's if it's a if it's a pass or a run. Mm. At the end of the day, at the quarterback position, Iowa doesn't have a timeout. You get down, keep the ball inbounds. We're going to overtime. We can't even talk about what if because we didn't get there. Yeah, Whipple talked about that decision-making in the clutch, knowing – Whipple talked about that the other night, knowing where the third down marker is, knowing – you talked about this yesterday, game situations, being situational-minded. Not everybody is. I mean, I could – I mean, there's uh, – look, me saying this about Adrian, is, I, I, like I said, Adrian was a tremendous competitor. Obviously, did way more positive than negative. Yeah, he did. But I talk about when we were up in Colorado, when they lost that game. 219? Yeah. Jake well, was there. There was Barely. Two, there's, there's, was two, there. there's two different times I was there. where it was third and six, he got five yards. Okay. When it was third and four, he got three yards. Up in Boulder. In Boulder. Yeah. Okay. yeah. See, you, that's not situational. Eric Crouch, Eric Crouch, Tommy Frazier, and all them, Scott Frost, mm-hmm. they're going to get you First six. First down. Hmm. First down. Clutch. They're going to oh, get yeah. you six. 
Those guys were the, clutch. Clutch isn't always Tom Brady throwing it to Givens to win or, or Edelman Evans, to win to win the game. To win the game. Getting the That's clutch, the, it, first downs. Yeah. Yeah. Clutch is beautiful. I like to have clutch. God, when you got those guys, it's beautiful to watch. Nice to have it this year. All right, that's it for us. Old School is next without DP, Jay and Rico. For Steve Sepple, I'm Jake Swords, and see ya.